Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. It's summertime, and oh my gosh, there is a new gelato on the market, or will be very soon, at least in California. And it is a celebrity that we all know and love, who has entered this market with a brilliant name that matches with the product. Mm. Okay, who's doing it? We are going to have Sherlato. Oh, which is Cher's new gelato company. Cher plus gelato equals Sherlato. She posted this on uh, Instagram. Actually, there's an official Sherlato gelato site uh, coming from L.A. There is. And uh, yes, yes. Uh, it says from picturesque vineyards to bustling farmers markets. We explored California at length, experimenting and settling on flavors that L.A. and the world needs to try. They sourced, you know, from California's bounty, blah, blah, blah. And also, Cher's global perspective and Giappo's artisanal techniques fused to create a menu that marries international inspiration with local charm. What's a Giappo? Giappo is apparently the chef. She didn't just whip this up in her own kitchen. Oh, so Cher's not not actually making the gelato? No. No, no, no. Created by Giappo. Apparently it's by Cher. Apparently it's an ice cream parlor. Giappo. Mm, Giappo. So they they probably went to her, and this is in New Zealand, by the way. Mm. So they obviously went to her and said, hey, Cher. We'd like to make some uh, gelato with your face on it. Yes. And she probably, and they said, like, send us your favorite flavors. And she's yes. like, well, I do like a good peppermint bonbon mm-hmm. and a walnut pistachio crumble or something. I don't know. Do we know what the flavors are? I'm- um, I have not seen what the flavors are, but it looks like from the pictures we have a chocolate uh, and then. Sunny and cherries. Oh, my God. Some gypsies, tramps, and. <laughs> Thieves. Oh, what and and, and um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but Giappo Kitchen itself, the one in in New Zealand, it's a hundred percent gluten free. Oh, of course, and safe for folks with celiac disease, which is as uh, somebody who lives in a household with celiac kids, this is very cool. You know, because there aren't a lot of options. Other people are begging for vegan options as well. So they have a lot of input coming in, of course, from the internets. I haven't been able to find a menu yet, but um, yeah. A menu for, you're saying, for, for the Cher stuff? Yeah. But since they already have a brand that has many flavors in their original location, I'm sure that they'll have all the flavors. So right now, they're going to launch it in Los Angeles and then 
move on globally, they're saying. But I really wish that um, when things launch, it would actually be available. You know what I mean? Get people excited about it, but then have them be able to that day in that moment, go find the Sherilado uh, food truck. I am looking at some of their offerings currently, and I don't know if this is just in New Zealand, but they've got a uh, uh, (laughs) delicious replica of the FIFA Women's Cup. How do you eat that? I don't know. Uh, Bee cone, dark chocolate, and caramel. Mm. Uh, wow, they've got all sorts of pretzel cone with caramel. That must be like a uh, a chip sundae. Um, kids cone, cocoa nib, dark chocolate cone, yeah. colossal squid cone, dark chocolate. That's scary looking. It has squid? a giant squid on it. I don't know about that one. Bakery peanut supreme cookie. They got cookies. So this is a cute idea. I mean, look, I'm all for like knowing that my ice cream was curated by Cher. Well, if you don't aren't into Cher, you can have some ice cream by Snoop Dogg. Because yesterday... Snoop Lotto? No, this is Snoop Snoop Dogg's new ice cream brand. Snoop Cream? Snoop Cream. No, it's called Dr. Bombay. It is based off... Bewitched? No, not that Dr. Bombay. But thanks for picking that up. I love love that guy. Um, No, this is based off his NFT, Dr. Bombay, which is a cute little cheetah print monkey... Uh, and it's available now. See, good job. He ha- had a lot of influence from Martha Stewart, of course, and Master P, who also is a very good businessman. This is in Walmart right now. You can oh, get this Dr. Is cool. Bombay Syrupy Waffle Sundays. Syrupy Waffle Sunday? Sundays with a Z. Okay. Uh, rolling in the dough, which is a cookie dough one. Love it. But the other one, waffle ice cream with waffle pieces and a brown butter syrup swirl. Okay. Uh, I'm not opposed to that. I'm not opposed to any. There's nothing I would be opposed to when it comes to ice cream unless it's like wasabi or like. Maybe it's good. You don't know. I love wasabi. Not I love wasabi Kit Kats. That's when people are like, oh my God, you have to try this wonderful, you know, cockamamie flavor. And I'm like, no, I don't. Cockamamie. <laughs> Um, okay, so we can get this at Walmart. We should try this for Food Porn Friday. It, exactly. And just so you know, it doesn't have weed in it. But this That's is good really... to know. That's good to know because I don't want no weed ice cream. No. And, and like ice cream would put me out way quicker so than weed. This. Oh, ice cream would? Yeah, like I don't need weed with my ice cream. It'll do oh, the job. Night, night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no more done today. That would be bad. Uh, but yeah, he's going to make so much money with this. Snoop, Dr. Bombay. And they're they're cheap, four ninety eight. Yes. For what is that? A pint? <laughs> yeah, it looks like a little pint, um, which is the way to go because everyone thinks, "Oh, look, I can have that over two sittings," and it's way more expensive. Hey, like you, nobody can buy- eats <laughs> a pint I mean. of ice cream in no. two sittings, and and if you do, it's like I used to do, where you eat all but two bites, put it back in the freezer. Five minutes later. You go finish the last two bites. That's what I was going to say. Oh, sorry. No, because the price of these things are like, you know, you're going $4. You can get, I mean, you can get a half gallon of like, you know, great value ice cream for that. But this, this is a pint and you always think that you're just going to have like, I can eat this over three days. But what happens is that you eat the whole thing or you just have, you know, what I like to do is actually not sit down with the whole thing and just every now and then go to the freezer and get one bite you're a brave woman i, I could never or maybe two and then i go what have i done no i just don't <laughs> buy ice cream if i yeah. go have ice cream it's like i go to the dairy queen 
I get my thing and then I go home and then it's done. Yeah. Because otherwise, like during the pandemic, we would roll up to our favorite ice cream shop and pick up six to eight pints at a time and then sit on our couch and eat them. I think everybody did. We're just trying to get through it. Yeah. Uh, Well, thank you for the food update, Dawn. I'm loving it. Yes. And we do need to try Snoop's Dr. Bombay. All right. Let's put that on the list. If anybody has seen it out at the Walmarts, Mm -hmm. let us know and we'll go pick it up. I think um, we already have someone tweeted us about it. We did? I think so. But you know how plugged I am into Twitter. I'm sorry, X. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. But here's what I do know. When we come back, we're going to go from eating ice cream to Hagen. What's a Hagen? Hagen does ice cream. No, it's Harry and Meghan. That's Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. We've got some drama. It involves a neighbor, an old neighbor. And I'll tell you why when we come back right here on my... Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works, BLVDAutoWorks.com. I've told you before, I'll tell you again, Tom and his team have been right over in St. Anthony helping people's uh, vehicles stay in tip-top shape for over 40 years. They make the process so easy. That's why people keep coming back, because in addition to their expertise, their professionalism and the level of service, and trust me, I've had a lot of service in my life, their customer service is at the top of the list. But in addition to all of that, it really is an easy process. You make the appointment online or give them a call. They'll set up a date. You'll drop your vehicle off. There will be a courtesy car waiting for you if you need one. Otherwise, they also have a shuttle service upon request. Whatever works best for you, just let them know. And then get about your life. Get busy enjoying uh, your day or going to work. Whatever it is you need to do, they'll let you know when they're done. They'll explain everything in a language you can understand. You'll love Tom and his team at Boulevard. Head to blvdautoworks.com today. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. This is your place for entertainment. So we just got done talking about um, Cher's new gelato that hopefully will come to Minneapolis soon. But now we need to move on to some celebrity news about Hegan. Hegan. What's a Hegan or a Hagen? It's Harry and Meghan. Harry and Meghan um, apparently were rude to an old neighbor. Well, I mean, what did they a do? A new to neighbor it? that's old. Oh, Sorry, okay. I'm losing my voice. New neighbor that's old. Okay, so they're up in years. Okay. So somebody apparently, and I did not, this comes from page six. So take this for what it's worth. It's probably an attempt to besmirch their characters because we Absolutely. know the tabloids love to talk crack or smack about <laughs> Harry and Meghan. Crack. I saw the story and I could not refuse a click. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry snub elderly neighbor who attempted to give them a gift. Oh, that's so sad. Why would they do that? Apparently, the first sentence will tell you. Actually, it's the second sentence, but the first full last sentence says the following words, which kind of just takes the blame off them as far as I'm concerned. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's security guards. Not them. Security guards have been accused of rudely brushing off an elderly neighbor Don. Uh, this is after they moved into their mansion in 2020. A guy by the name of Frank McGinnity. He's an 88-year-old U.S. Navy veteran. Okay. And he said, by the way, he lives close to them. He approached their home soon after they moved in to give them a gift. Do you want to know what kind of gift? What was it? What do you think it was? It was a chicken pot pie and some fruit roll-ups. 
Would you really gift a new neighbor fruit roll-ups? It's just what came to my mind. Okay. Uh, no, actually, it turns out, by the way, we we know this because he has a memoir called Get Off Your Street. Okay. Frank. I'm like, I don't know this Frank McGinnity guy. Get off my lawn. Frank McGinnity. <laughs> but he has a memoir, and apparently he recalled this exchange in a chapter of his memoir, and he says, I have a big house next to Harry and Megan's property. And I live in the guest house while renting the main house out on the Airbnb. Oh, my gosh. Well, let's get on that Airbnb. I know, right? Let's find out. Harry and Megan live on Old McCormick property. Now, I don't know if they mean the Spice Baron, but he said he went up to the gate with a bunch of films on a CD. Um, films? May, maybe like films of the home from back in the day day. Oh, I see. Like from previous owners oh, or something. Like yeah. some. Basically, historic footage about the home. and uh, But he claims that their security turned him away. The gate guy turned me away. I don't know why he's Southern, but the gate guy turned me away and wouldn't take the film, just saying, they're not interested. I was just trying to be neighborly. He added, we don't see him very much around here. It's surprising they came here. This is my favorite part. This is Frank McGinnity. He's 80-something years old. 88. Uh, people are typically older. It's where the elephants go to die. <laughs> so he's like, I'm surprised these young whippersnappers yeah, showed this up. this is an old-ass <laughs> neighborhood. Elephant uh, graveyard. Sanctuary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. He said that he lives just a tiara's toss or two from the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Really? That's pretty close. I don't know how far he can toss a tiara. Being a veteran, it might be pretty far. <laughs> okay. But do you have to say anything about I do have story? to say something. So what you're saying is they weren't on a walk. What I imagined when I heard this they were on a is walk? that they were walking and some old lady came up and went, Hey, Harry, Megan, I, here's a pot pie and some homemade fruit roll-ups I made for you. But indeed, they didn't even come in contact with the guy. So if they did answer their own door, which they would never do, they might be gracious to Frank. But... The security guards did what they're supposed to do. They don't want some Sam Hell films. They didn't. Like, that guy could be a paparazzi. We have to think of Landshark in this instance here. Right? Landshark? How do we get to Chevy Chase? Well, it's like Candy Graham. I mean, it could be somebody Oh, you think Frank McGinnity, American veteran, 88 years old, is really just... It could be paparazzi. Perez Hilton. Well, (laughs) you don't know. In a party city, like, slash Halloween store costume. There's some good old age makeup out there. Come on now. Come on now. They could have taken the gift and said, thank you. It could be... We'll pass uh, it along. Harvey Levin's... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Grandpa or something. They could have passed along a gift. A gift, but you don't know what's in that gift. Some, it's a CD. It is, but what's in? It could be something else with anthrax. You don't know their intentions. They're doing their job, and it's not Harry and Meghan that are making the decisions. I just think to me, I think to me, it's a it's just a like it's a bad look to have a story about a guy. I need to know more about this memoir. Get off your street. Get off your street. a A personal travel log. Well, yeah, he's saying get off your street and go go explore the world. Go explore the next door neighbor's house. He was just being a I nice know. neighbor. Actually, it's his explorations across seven continents, highlighting the historical and cultural wonders of the world, from the Garden of uh, Gethsemane in Jerusalem to the mysterious monolithic Moai statues of Easter Island. This guy's been around. Is this just well, an mean, attempt for him to put it out there God, that he has a book coming out? You're drunk. No, I'm not. He's publicizing his book. This 88-year-old has learned how to play the game. Yeah, he so created honor an him incident in his game. So that Paige, he could call Page Six and go, did you know that Harry and Meghan turned me away? And then they're like, really? What were you trying to do? Just give him a CD. By the way, I have a book. Good for him. Sell that book, Frank McGinnity. He's learned, <laughs> he's learned how to play the celebrity game. The publicity game. It does say, is this the same guy who's a film producer? A CPA since 1973, president of Frank E. McGinnity Accountancy Corporation. Oh, okay, no, he's an accountant. And partner in McGinnity and Nodar, LLP, with offices in Santa Barbara and Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm curious. Did you look up his... He has an MBA from Columbia? Yes? Yeah, so I don't think he's like a weird, you know, like Piers Morgan plant. Absolutely not. Or like from the Times. But he could have been. That's why the security were like, we don't want that. Yeah, I, I think that's just a little extreme. They need to talk to their security people and go. Anything? I mean, they, a simple Google search would say this dude lives next door. But are they going to stand there and Google search while he's like, I only I think have you take 45 the minutes left in my so day. So nobody gets to, I need my meal. Nobody gets through <laughs> security at Harry and Meghan. No one. It's Harry and Meghan. They pay a lot for that security, and it's to be a buffer against the so normal everyday public. So if you're a neighbor public. and you're just like, I was just out for a walk, and I thought I would share some granola bars that I made. <laughs> you're going to say sorry, no? I thought they were homemade fruit roll-ups. No, you're the one that was bringing fruit roll-ups. <laughs> well, I think it's sad, but at the same time, in the real world, they have to take In the all- real world, you have to be a jerk no but it's not them it's their security no i know that's what i said i said at the very first sentence it was their security but i think it's a bad look for them because the whole any story that reiterates the thing that people think about you whether it's right or wrong is not Mm going to help matters so this reiterates this idea that they're exclusive and they're pretending to be something they're not and blah blah blah. i'm not saying it's true by any means dawn Mm. i'm just saying from bdb B-D-E-P-R standpoint. Mm-hmm. This is not a good look. Take and th- the item. What they need to do is call Frank McGinnity over, have tea in the backyard, look at the chickens, look at his CD, and then give him an autographed copy of Spare. Harry's book, Spare, and say, see, we both have memoirs and we're nice and neighbors. And I'm only 19 years old. What? Harry's older than that, but yeah. 
having a memoir when half your yeah, life no, is Yeah, no, I'm just saying you, this is a perfect PR moment for to Frank. make good for Frank. And Frank McGinnity no, did it. Too. He did it. Wow. Now we're going to go buy his book, Get Off Your Street. I'll put a link on our show links page. <laughs> hey, when we come back, can we go back to Barbie? Sure. Because you saw Barbie yesterday, didn't you? Yeah, but that's not the story, is it? Well, it's part of the story. I want to hear what you thought about it. And I do want to tell you something else going on. Uh- it's everything Barbie. Everywhere you look. The movie came out yesterday. Welcome back to, not yesterday, this weekend. Uh, welcome to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn and my talk. We have to talk about the global Barbie movement that's happening right now. I mean, it's there's everywhere. partnerships with every company, it seems like. I will say, and we can put this in our show links page, there's a wonderful read. I'm sorry, I get emotional. It's okay. In Variety, about Barbie's marketing campaign, mm-hmm. truly. There will be papers written, I'm sure, on the strategery. We, they did not need BDEPR. No. Well, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay, fine. You're right. Um, but they truly went all out in the marketing of this campaign, uh, or I should say the marketing campaign for this film. You know, we talked about a lot of the different bits and pieces, the most obvious ones, you know, things like the uh, Malibu Dreamhouse. That they mm. literally took over a house. You thought it was all CGI. It was like, girl, no, that's, that's a real, a real ass house. Place. It's on Airbnb. Yeah. You could, yeah, I wonder who actually won that experience because I had a reminder in my phone. Oh, to so you sign didn't up. Bid. I didn't do it. I forgot it. last Monday. <clears throat> Oops. I'm sure uh, we could find out, but there were really obvious ones like that, some other really obvious product crossovers. I'm sure just like infinite amounts of Mattel. You know, they've got like the actual Barbies from the movie that they're selling. But then there's also just like when I was um, on Twin Cities Live, you and I both had a chance. By the way, if you missed Twin Cities Live on Friday, you should go watch because Dawn and I actually it wasn't us. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Our we, friends. Yeah, we have two friends. Cam and Barbie mm-hmm. showed up. Minnesota Ken and Barbie showed up. Yeah, it was like the mayor pro tem. Whenever you don't send the mayor out, you send the mayor pro tem. I was Barbie pro tem. I feel like that or we were like the Southdale Center Barbie or like Santa Claus. You know, we were the Southdale Center Santa Claus to the actual Santa Claus. Like we we can do parties if Uh you want to hire us when the real Barbie can't. I can find some you people for you that would be better. Trust me. Anyway, depends on what kind of parties. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. But my point is, on uh, Twin Cities Live, you know, they did a fashion show. And a lot of the retailers out at the Mall of America even have Barbie merchandise. Literally fashion. So, like, everybody was given a heads up. Like, this is coming. Make it available. All of these pieces were working in coordination. It was truly just a machine on a global scale. It's still churning out things. Yeah, and probably will be for the foreseeable future. You know, I saw the movie last week and I feel like, you know, we did the Barbie thing last week and I'm like, okay, so what are we doing now? People are still experiencing it for the very first time because this is going to go in waves and I imagine we will have several Barbie stories to cover. Speaking of going in waves, you finally got to Barbie the movie. Yes, I sure did. Uh, before we get into that, though, I just went to Barbie.com because I actually haven't done this before. But, oh, my gosh. 
$25, you can get her in the gingham dress, the Margot Robbie as Barbie. Barbie. There's her in the disco jumpsuit. There's the convertible. You can get the uh, uh, President Barbie in a pink and gold dress. I mean, this is fun. I This really gets my, like, um, what is that called? Um, spendaholic. <laughs> my juice is flowing. It's a shopaholic. Anyway, I want to buy these things just because it's all so cute. Uno. Oh, gosh. Okay. Oh, there's Ken. Anyway. You're getting distracted. You I saw am. Barbie. I get out of this. Barbie. We have now. So we've now all seen Barbie. Mm-hmm. We need to know what you thought. What did you think of Barbie? I know you had feelings. Mm-hmm. What are those yeah. feelings, girl? Um, I probably didn't. I did like it because it was just fun. I probably didn't like it as passionately. You probably or you just didn't? I it's did okay. not like it as much as probably other people did. It seems like okay. that they enjoyed it. So yeah. why do you think that is? Because, I, I mean, you know, I'm curious. Um, I feel like I've been ruined from going to school for screenwriting. Uh, <laughs> there were just some things about the plot that weren't resolved. I'm like, okay, that's nice, and we're all singing a song now. But, you know, I know it's not Oppenheimer, for God's sake, but it was a little messy. I thought oh, the script okay. was, what was a little messy. messy. For you? It... The... Some of the stuff with Ken at the end and how he decided to gosh I don't want to spoil anything I just realized well yeah I, I wouldn't could. I wouldn't give any spoilers yeah but. so uh, Ken's resolution of his issues in okay. the end seemed a little messy okay um, and like I said you guys this is not this is not you know the Oppenheimer so we shouldn't get too deep but I just didn't feel I I heard like. There were, you know, like people teared up. I never teared up. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I didn't really laugh that much. Um, I was a little distracted. I will say the theater we chose to go to had people walking in late, people coming in, accusing us of sitting in their seats and trying oh, to no. argue with us. And when they saw, sat, we God, legitimately sat in the seats we had yeah. and they... I don't I mean they came in when Ken was introduced. That's how late they were. Okay? And then whenever they madly sat behind us, one of them pulled yanked back my seat. Oh god. Well, of I course. I mean, violently. No wonder you did not they have an ideal put experience. Me in a bad mood. And then Where was this? Um, it's at a theater we don't usually go to. Okay, I was going to say, say it's not your usual. It's not. Yeah. Trust me, none of those shenanigans would have happened. Okay? Okay. Um, but so you were maybe a little on edge. Yes. Also, so much popcorn chewing and slurping of and candy wrappers opening behind. It, it was so much audio beyond the movie that I had to plug my ears so that I could just hear the movie and not hear the crunching. Oh and the, it was really a lot like 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 cartoony, almost like over the top. I'm trying to be a nuisance type wow. of a thing, like the That's end a of a drink going. <laughs> With the ice crunching each piece of... I have misophonia, so it was bad. Even my boyfriend was like, oh my God, what? Like, he didn't say it, but he was really not happy with the level of eating. It's like people go to eat, and then they're just... The secondary is the movie. So that gave us feelings. There were also a lot of teen boys in the movie theater. Like, 20 came in 15 minutes into the movie and sat... Were they being loud or obnoxious or something? Yeah, they were. And a lot of people coming in late. 
I was like, what is this about? You just missed 25, 25 yeah. minutes of the movie. Like, yeah. did you pay 25% less so that you could, anyway. So I just didn't love it as much as everybody else did. It sounds like your experience overall. I mean, that would certainly put a damper on any film you're watching if you're yeah. being distracted by the food people are eating. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, admittedly, uh, the messaging was a little bit heavy. Like, it was like, we're going to smile and laugh through this, but the, the issues that they brought up, it's a little, to me, I agree with everything. I agree with all of the issues, but then I always, I just ask, and now what? So that was like, you know, people will see this with their daughters, but the the issues like, now what are you going to do? Because everybody needs to just get off of social media and put some effort into changing these things. But if you just check off the box and yeah. say feminism and then you check it off and you go, I did it. I watched the Barbie movie. Now back to TikTok. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I would hope people don't do that. I would hope that a but film. But take action. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the way I felt like, okay, great. But and then what? So all of these things are happening. And in the movie, it resolves and everything changes. But I I feel like things aren't going to change. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of like, mm, I want people to be passionate about this, but don't let it end there. Yeah. You know, oh, I would hope not. And again, I think art a lot of times sparks an interest in people and sparks thought in people. And if people are thinking about some of the things that the movie raised in a different way, you know, I mean, certainly not everyone. I mean, a lot of people just go to movies to be entertained, mm -hmm. but if a movie, you know, beyond entertainment makes them think about something differently, then it's, you know, then maybe they will change their behavior or maybe they won't. I mean, yeah. I don't, I think that seems like maybe a little bit too much to ask for one movie but it is bringing up so many things that are important and like you know the characters are crying and it's like you know this is the state of the world so yeah <laughs> well i mean it sounds like you know i didn't i didn't love what would it. you give it out of uh, c. a c yeah okay. like two and a half ticket stubs if we're going that direction yeah yeah, yeah. um and yeah, I don't know if just having a maybe if I watched it at home and it wasn't in the midst of yeah. They, you don't have to like every movie. You don't have to like every people. movie you see, honey. It's true, by but any it's stretch so of it's the, the, the pressure to like it and say I liked it. I'm telling you, I didn't even want to say this today because I don't want people to go and just turn off their radio. She didn't like it, you know, because as a woman, the expectation that I yeah. would be a champion of this movie is pretty high. You know? I I mean, I don't know. I don't feel any pressure to like it. I get the idea that everybody is, you know, having one experience and you're not. And that's a different place to be in. Yeah. But I think people you're probably you probably are not the only one that had those feelings. Yeah, I would think, which is why I think it's important to share the thoughts you have when you go see a movie, because that's what we do for a living here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We share our thoughts on the things that we love. Um, or don't in the uh, case of this particular movie. But who knows? Maybe the next movie you go see, you'll love, and there won't be a ton of people eating popcorn in your ear. <laughs> yeah, that's that a sounds very like a, small that, part. That would drive me up a wall. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't. It yeah, it's I understand. That's a me problem. So all right, when we come back here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, we have a uh, person by the name of Mike on the show who uh, spins a wheel. Every day and where that wheel lands, we get to play a game. 
We're going to find out what game we're playing today when Mike spins Game Show Roulette right here on My Talk. Hey, My Talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Head to Dakota Dental to make your appointments for your regular checkup. Those regular checkups are super duper important. They seem pretty easy, straightforward, like, oh, do I really have to make that a priority? Well, you do, because with those regular checkups, you're not going to have to worry about Maybe some of the other procedures that they also offer at Dakota Dental, getting, you know, things like an implant. You know, I am getting an implant. Actually, it's not because I didn't go get my regular checkups, but I will say that a lot of times underlying issues can get worse if you're not being seen on a regular basis. So make sure that that's on the calendar. And my friends at Dakota Dental make it super easy. And you're just getting some of the best dental care in the Twin Cities. And it can be for you and the whole family and you can also make your appointments far in advance so if you know you want to get those uh on the calendar for the fall and back to school head to dakotadental.com today and don't forget to tell them bradley sent you get your tickets now guys for cat meow, meow. it's the adventures of bradley and dawn my talk 1071 i cannot believe that it is 2 46 p.m which it means Yay! it's time to play a game Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. It is indeed time to play a game. We've got the full options of games on the Game Show Roulette wheel. I'll give it a spin wherever it lands. That's a game we're playing today. There goes the wheel. Oh, and what is it? Ooh. One of our faves. Don't come on down. It's time for the family feud. There you go. Again, we've talked about this. Technically, in the old family feud, they did come on down. They opened up the show by saying, here's the Snyder family. And it opened up a big board. Because remember, it was like a pose portrait mm-hmm. of the yeah, family. A yeah. lot of ladies wearing pantyhose with open-toed shoes. Yep, because that's what you did. <laughs> then they made out with Richard Dawson. It was weird. Oh. Well, or he right. made out with them. And This is yeah. true. I don't think they had a choice. Yeah. Alright, let's play a little family feud, you guys. It's head-to-head, so you know how it works. We're going to have you both uh, step up to the podium, and uh, whoever gets the highest uh, <laughs> right answer there in the first one is going to... Uh, there it is. Uh, whoever gets the uh, rightest, uh, the top answer, the, the most answer. right answer. There we go. <laughs> I, like, I love it. The rightest mm-hmm. answer. Uh, they're going to uh, give the option to either play or pass. You'll get two strikes for each question. And then, of course, if the other uh, player is able to come in and get one after you had control of the board, they could steal all those points. You guys know how we'll yeah. or, uh, Let's do it. Uh, whatever game we're playing now, Family Feud. <laughs> Let's get it going. Uh, first question. You two ready? Yep. yep. Step up to the uh, podium here. Yell out your name. That's your buzzer. Here we go. What one thing in your home gets more used than anything else? Don McLean. Don first. The toilet. Toilet. <laughs> Is toilet on the board? Number two answer. Yes, 25 points. Bradley, that means there's one answer up there that you could get control of if you get it right. Uh, telephone, Bob. Telephone. Is telephone on the board? It is, but it's the number four answer, oh. only worth nine points. That means 34 points are up for grabs. And, Don, you've got control. Assuming you're going to want to keep it, right? Yes. Okay. You got two strikes. See how many more you can get off the board. Okay. Now, are these, you probably already said, are Na- these 1980s answers or modern? These are modern. Okay, thank Name, you. I'd say modern-ish. I think technically I got these from a board game that was created in 2000 and uh, okay. looks like eight. Okay. okay. Know, relatively modern. Yeah, okay. 15. And so um, the question was the thing. Name one thing in your thing. home okay. that gets used more than anything else. How about the door? The, the front door. Door. Is door on the board? 
I'm sorry, it's not. That's oh. a creative but wrong answer. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got two more, or actually one more strike to go. There okay. are still uh, four more answers up there. Okay. How about the refrigerator? The refrigerator. Survey says refrigerator? There it is. 14 points. Uh, that's the number three answer. Okay. So, so far, you guys have the number two, three, and four answers. There's still the fifth, sixth answer, and the number one answer hanging up there. Okay. Don McLean. The TV, Bob. Is TV on the board? That's the number one answer. Yes! Nicely done. Oh, oh, oh. 75 points. You are crushing it. You still have two more answers on the board and one strike. Give me another answer. How about the bed, Bob? Is the bed one of those other two In answers? The bed, Bob. In the bed, Bob. In the bed, Bob. <laughs> There's the strangest played you place you've made whoopee. Um, that's uh, seven more there for you. Uh, the four people who got that joke are enjoying it. Yes. 84, 82 points are where it's we more sit. Than you know. There is uh, one more answer which on the board. Place was that? What's that? Um, that which place was that? The fourth place or? Oh, what? I'm sorry. Oh. That was the uh, the fifth or excuse me, the, the sixth. Last, so there's the sixth. one more. The last answer on the board. Okay, which How is actually about- the sixth answer. How about the sofa? The sofa. If sofa's on the board, you get a clean sweep and run it. If it's not, Bradley will get control. Is sofa on the board? It is oh, not. It's going to be tough, though. There's only one answer remaining on the board, Bradley. If you get it, you I get know. all the points. If you get it wrong, those 82 points go to the well. I have a couple answers, okay. so I've got to pick one. got to pick one. I'm going to say the microwave, Bob. Microwave. Good answer. Good yeah, answer. good answer. Good answer. Yeah, um, good answer. If microwave's on the board, again, you take all those points. If it's not, Dawn gets all the points she earned. Microwave. Oh. It is not oh. microwave. Oh, what is it? The garage door? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The final answer is... <laughs> Coffee pots. Oh, my God. That would be number one on my list. Was on the board. That means 82 points heading to Dawn. Good job, Dawn. That might be insurmountable right away, but we'll see. Come on. A lot of game left to be played. Let's move on to the next one here. You guys are both back up to the podium. Do it. All right. Let's go. Answer me this. Again, your name is your buzzer. Name something that no fairy tale would be complete without. Bradley Trainer. Bradley was slightly first. I'm going to say a uh, uh, witch. A witch! Witch is on the board. It's actually the final answer. There's only five answers on the board. Which was dead last? Don, give me any other answer on the board, and you take control once again. Princess. Princess. There you go. That's the number four answer. So that still means first, second, and third is on the board. And, Don, you have control. How about Prince? Uh, Not Prince, the artist formerly known as Prince, but a Prince. Yeah, is Prince on the board? Of course. Number two answer, 27 points there for Prince. 39 points collected so far. And there's still two more on the board. The number one and the number three answer. Okay. Fairy tale. Name something no fairy tale would be complete without. A castle. A castle. Is castle on the board? Unfortunately, no. Castle not on the list. Ooh, I get another try, though? You do. You got one more strike. Two strikes for each round. A queen. A queen. Queen's on the board. You keep it. If not, Bradley's got a chance to steal. Queen. No. Queen is not on the board. I'm thinking about just a specific fairy tale, I think, and that would be Cinderella. (laughs) 
All right. Okay. Bradley, you get any of those other two answers, number one or number three, you'll get all of the points. Oh, we haven't gotten the number one answer. We still haven't got the number one. For, wait, say the full question. Name again. something that no fairy tale would be complete without. No fairy tale would be complete without. Misogyny. <laughs> no fairy tale would be complete without. Need an answer. Um, I am going to say an evil stepsister. Is evil stepsister <laughs> on the board? If it is, it's not going to be. The points are going to Bradley. If not, they're going to Don. Unfortunately, no oh, evil stepsister. Is the number one a answer? A book? Nope. No okay. fairy tale be complete without magic beans. Uh, the number three answer. We'll do this like they do on the okay. show. Number three answer. And the number and the number one answer. Happy ending. Oh, oh that's kind of mm. happy vague, ending. But yeah. yeah, yeah, happy ending at the end of a fairy tale. Not just fairy tales. Uh-huh. Uh, Don absolutely dominated. Don, she got that one right it. as well. So Congratulations! That means points. There is a happy ending for you today. There yes. is. <laughs> One hundred and twenty-one points, Don. You got the victory. Bradley can't even catch you. If we did the final question, let's do it for fun, though. Yeah, let's do let's it. Why do it not? For fun. Uh, let's see if you can get the highest answer between the two of you. Name a foreign accent that is easy to tell which country the person is from. An accent that when you hear it, it's easy to tell. Bradley Trainer. Bradley, go ahead. I'm going to say French. French? That's the number two answer. 23 there. Don, can you get that top answer with our remaining seconds here? Maybe Indian? Indian? Is Indian on the board? Okay. It is not. Can I take another guess? Keep keep seeing if you can get them. Uh, I'm going to say, you said foreign accent. Yeah, name a foreign accent that's easy to tell what country someone is from. British? Number one answer. Yes. Uh, they're all over the world. Like British. people learn English from British people, so you know what I mean. Anyway, I won't argue with the people of the Family Feud. These were one hundred people. I we do surveyed. love when you get feisty with mm-hmm. like that's, that's not the right answer. I do have the email addresses for all the one hundred people we asked, and I can provide yeah. that to you if you would like Take to send them a them. message. Oh, gosh. By the way, uh, German, Spanish, and Irish. The Irish. other three accents. Ah, lucky charms. So there you go. Big win there for Don. Congratulations, Don. Where are you going to spend all your soup? Oh my gosh, I'm going to buy just like salads in the cafeteria soup. like I do every day. Oh, she has been on salad a salad bar. kick lately. Well, yeah. You enjoying them salads? Uh, you know, sure. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Yeah. Sounds like you are, Don. Oh, yeah. Thank you again, Mike, for a wonderful game of Game Show Roulette. We'll do that again tomorrow like we do every day here on The Adventures of Bradley and Don. Up next, Lori and Julia have a fabulous Tuesday. Go out and